0: This is the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn, episode number 75, The Solo Series. I don't know what you heard but here yeah, She Runs the Show. Hello, hello everybody. Welcome to another episode of She Runs the Show. It is set the stage Sunday. So, I love to to have an episode come out on a Sunday. Hopefully, it will be earlier than today's episode. But the thing that I love about Sunday is Sunday always feels like Monday to me. I don't know what it is. Like for most people, Sunday is their day of rest. But for me, Sunday feels like Monday. It is a get up and go, set the intention for the week, get it done. So every Sunday, She Runs the Show will come to you with a brand new episode called Set the Stage Sunday. And I want to start with a quote because quotes always inspire me, which is why I am, am addicted to Pinterest. I love Pinterest. So here's the quote, and I call this the quote about flat squirrels. So this quote says, be decisive, right or wrong, make a decision. The road of life is paved with flat squirrels who couldn't make a decision. Now, can you just see that visual? Flat squirrels, you know how it is. Squirrel in the middle of the road, can't make a decision. What results? Flat squirrels. And so my whole point is don't be a flat squirrel. Whether it's in your business or in your life, make a decision. Decide. There's a Grey's Anatomy quote that I don't have in front of me, but it's called Decide. And I love it because it's so true. Make up your mind about what you want and give everything you've got to going after it. And that so relates to today's episode because we're at episode number 75. So on this Set the Stage Sunday, I want to talk to you about today 10 business lessons that you can learn from the book As a Man Thinketh by James Allen. Now, if you've heard of that book before, it's based on a Bible verse. It is classic. It's ancient. It was written a very, very long time ago. But again, the classics are classics for a reason, because within them are are truths that can be applied lifetime after lifetime. So James Allen's book, As a Man Thinketh, is a powerful and short read. I literally reread it uh, between yesterday and today. And And I went back into the book because I wanted to look at it through business eyes. I wanted to look at it with an entrepreneurial glance. And so let's talk about... 10 key business lessons that you can gain from As A Man Thinketh. And I would challenge you on this Set the Stage Sunday to really pick up that book again, whether it's on Audible or I'm sure you can find audio of it on YouTube. It's so old that I'm I'm sure it's free uh, everywhere and somewhere. So if, if you have never read As a Man Thinketh by James Allen, be sure to make some time this week and read it. It will definitely set the stage for your week and set the stage for your 2017, for your year. So by the end of today's episode, you're going to learn the 10 key business lessons that you will gain from As a Man Thinketh by James Allen. And then we're also going to talk, as we go through each of those 10 lessons, on how to strategically and simply apply each of these lessons to your, your business and specifically growing your business in 2017. There are so many lessons in this book. It's just, it's unbelievable. So let's go ahead and get started. So now, mind you, I am totally old fashioned. I love real books. You will never uh, tell me that Barnes and Nobles is not my favorite place to be, although I have to admit uh, they seem to be going away more and more. I love wording from Amazon too, and I'm not a fan. Well, it's so funny. So, I was about to say I'm not a fan of ebooks. It's funny because I write ebooks. So, for those of you who know me, I write a lot of books about overcoming fear, and you can check those out at overcomingfearbooks.com. But Cassandra does not like to read ebooks, she likes to read real books. So, it's kind of a contradiction in terms that I write ebooks, but I love the real thing. So, having said that, I, I have the real book. As a Man Thinketh, it's actually two books. So this book that I have in my hands by James Allen is two of his books, and I would highly recommend the second one too. So As a Man Thinketh is the first book in here. And then the second book is a book called From Poverty to Power, which I think I will talk about on another Set the Stage Sunday, not next Sunday, but but another one. From Poverty to Power is pretty is very very powerful. So if you have not read From Poverty to Power, and certainly if you haven't read As a Man Thinketh, get both. Read both. So let's go into these 10 business lessons from As a Man Thinketh. And I'm gonna give you the actual page numbers in the real book. I don't know what page number it would be in the ebook version, but in the real book, at least the real paperback book, I'll give you the page numbers. So Lesson number one, it is based on a quote from As a Man Thinketh on page six. So on page six, James Allen said, we are what we think we are. Let me say that again. We are what we think we are. And so the question that I want you to think about as it relates to your business is, how do you see yourself as an entrepreneur? You know, and, and really, if you... So it's, it's important to not only think about the answer to that question, but it's also important to listen to yourself this week. Whenever somebody asks you, what do you do or what is your business about? Listen to how you answer that question, because that will tell you how you see yourself as an entrepreneur. Do you see yourself as a success or as a failure? Um, Do you see yourself in business as somebody who's unique and, and has a special gift to offer? Or do you see yourself as a dime a dozen? You know, I'm just another coach, I'm just another lawyer, I'm just another pediatrician. Do you see yourself as being an entrepreneur that brings tremendous value to your clients Or do you think that like if the economy tanks, they could take you or leave you? That if, you know, the economy goes bad, you know, you're the first thing to to be taken off of your client's budget. How are you perceiving your value and the value of your business? Because here's the thing, how you see yourself in business is exactly how others will perceive you. How you see you is exactly how other people are going to see you because they're going to feel that from you, whether you ever say it or not. So what you've got to do with this lesson, and again, James Allen said it best, we are what we think we are. Decide who you are in business and be that. Embody it. Own it. Like stop second guessing who you think you are in business. Just take it on and be it. Second lesson that you can learn in business from As a Man Thinketh. He says this on page 13, and this is a powerful quote. I'm sure you've heard it. So James Allen on page 13 says, we do not attract that which we want, but that which we are. And I want you to think about that because it's so true. We do not attract that which we want, but that which we are. You attract in life and business from the level that you're on. And sometimes not going to say all the time sometimes we keep ourselves on levels lower than we should be on so we don't have to give up the company that we're keeping we don't want to let go of certain folks certain situations certain things but here's the deal if you want to up level your life you need to look in the mirror decide what level you're on and who you want to be and play on that level if people rise up to meet you awesome if they don't let them go but here's the thing You're the one who has to get up every single day and look in the mirror. You're the one who's deciding whether to keep yourself on a level that you've already outgrown or to play to the next level. The question you need to be asking is, what level am I working on in my business? Meaning, what level am I playing on when it comes to my work ethic, my branding, my consistency, my content creation, and my overall level of performance, where What level do I want to be on and, and entrepreneurs who are on that level, how do they play this game? How do they show up on Facebook live? How do they show up on social media, Twitter and Instagram? What's different about the level they're playing on and how they consistently, persistently show up versus how I'm showing up in my business? Because at the end of the day, what James Allen said is true. We do not attract that which we want, but that which we are. Period. Third lesson, third business lesson from As a Man Thinketh is this, and he says this on page 27. So on page 27, James Allen says, Until thought is linked with purpose, there is no intelligent accomplishment. They who have no central purpose in their life fall an easy prey to petty worries, fears, troubles, and self-pitying, all of which are indications of weakness, which lead just as surely... And as deliberately planned sins to failure, unhappiness, and loss. Notice what he says. They who have no central purpose in their life fall an easy prey to petty worries, fears, troubles, and self pitying, all of which are indications of weakness, which lead just as surely as deliberately planned sins to failure, unhappiness, and loss. He's basically saying if you don't have a purpose, If you don't have a central purpose in your life, of course the worries are going to bring you down. Of course the fears are going to keep you stuck. Of course, all the the pity parties you throw, there are going to be many of them. Because they're going to bring you down as easily as deliberately planned sins. They will lead you to failure, unhappiness, and loss. And here's the thing I've talked about this on episodes before. When it comes to your business, I'm going to ask you a question Do you have a why that makes you cry? Do you have a why that makes you cry? You need a mission so big that it drives you out of bed on days you don't feel like getting up. And it pulls you to action in the midst of life tragedies that could literally bring you to your knees. Here's And here's what we all know is true. The obstacles are not going to stop coming because 2017 is here. The tragedies the trials the unexpected drama they are not going to stop happening just because you've decided to show up differently in your business but when those things come and they will it's the central purpose that keeps you taking that forward movement in your business and so what i would love for you to do is this week Write out your why that makes you cry in your business, whether it's for 2017, for your business entirely, you need to write out the why that makes you cry and you need to read it every single day and make it short. You know, two sentences, two power-packed, mission-based statements, sentences that you could easily memorize and say to yourself when you're feeling self-doubt or fear. You know, when I think about the purpose of this podcast, it has been the same for the length that the podcast has existed. She Runs the Show is on a mission to help women entrepreneurs have both businesses that thrive and relationships that rock, period. So on days when I feel like, man, I haven't gotten to this podcast, I'm thinking, but I'm on a mission. I want women entrepreneurs to know that they can have both. They don't have to give up one for the other. They can have businesses that thrive and relationships that rock. The end. There is no robbing Peter to pay Paul. So what is your why that makes you cry? Write it down this week. Read it over to yourself every single day. Business lesson number four. So on page 28, James Allen says this. He says, failure is not without gain. Even if we fail again and again to accomplish our purpose, as we necessarily must until weakness is overcome, the strength of character gained will be the measure of our true success, and this will form a new starting point for future power and triumph. Let me just read that again, because most people have a very twisted view of failure, and a lot of it's emotional, but if you get this quote, it's going to help you Perceive failure in a very empowering way in business So James Allen says Failure is not without gain Even if we fail again and again to accomplish our purpose As we necessarily must Until weakness is overcome The strength of character gained Will be the measure of our true success And this will form a new starting point For future power and triumph Here's the thing failure when used appropriately when leveraged properly brings you closer to success if you know how to use it so when you have a product or a project or a course launch or some aspect of your business that fails how are you internalizing that failure are you taking it to be personal and permanent and you know like throwing the biggest pity party ever how are you internalizing the results that you're getting? Or is it nothing more than learning and results? How are you leveraging every failure that comes about? If you do a Facebook Live and only one person shows up and you say, man, I was expecting 140 views and I got one, how are you leveraging that? What are you now saying to yourself about, okay, I'm going to do this differently? See, it's time to get over this whole, I got to throw a constant pity parties every time I fail and, and I'm making my failure mean that nobody wants me because only one person and it was my mom watched my FB live mentality. We got to cut that out and we have to get to the place where as entrepreneurs, we can look at every failure as a building block to success. you got to be willing to fail, not just once, not just twice in business. I mean... I can't even talk about it. You got to be willing to fail over and over and over to the to the point where it just, after a while, it stops hurting. Because you fail so many times that you're just like, you know what? This is nothing new. It's the same thing with taking no's. The reason why it's so important when it comes to sales to get good at things like cold calling and asking questions in business, whether you are the salesy type or not, is because you got to get good at dealing with rejection. You got to get good at hearing. 50,000 no's to get to the one yes that matters. But if you cannot handle failure because you're internalizing it as something that is permanent and personal and final, you are never going to get to the one yes that matters because you can't even get past the third no. That's the thing about failure. So when you think about how you personally take in failure, what can you do to revamp your business outlook on failure or your business take on failure? You know, nobody likes to fail. I'd love to be perfect every single time. I'm sure many of you would. But since failure is going to happen, and since failure is a far greater teacher than success, and since people who are ultra successful have talked about the fact that they have failed over and over and over again... The only difference between the people who eventually succeed and those that get stuck in their failure is the really successful people learn early how to fail forward. So what are you going to do to teach yourself how to fail forward in your business? Think about that this week. Fifth lesson from As a Man Thinketh. Page 29. So James Allen on page 29 says the following, Having conceived of our purpose, we should mentally make a straight pathway to its achievement looking neither to the right nor the left. Let me say that again. Having conceived of our purpose, we should mentally make a straight pathway to its achievement, looking neither to the right nor the left. You know, one of the things that I'm really good at is laser focus. When I am on a mission, I don't look to the right, I don't look to the left, which is why I'm teaching a course called Achieve One Dream that starts January 2nd. You can check it out at AchieveOneDream.com. Because so many people fall prey to shiny object syndrome. They they get the purpose, they write the why that makes them cry, they get totally committed, and within two weeks they're on the next project, or the next business, or the next goal. You know why? Because they got sidetracked, because they did not follow this piece of business advice. Having conceived of our purpose, we should mentally make a straight pathway to its achievement, looking neither to the right nor the left what that means is you've got to put whole mind into present action this is critical to the success of any business what are you doing to reduce your distractions to overcome all of the shiny object syndrome that we all invariably deal with and to focus on the most important aspects of your business what are you delegating you know there there are lots of us who've read e-myth or haven't read e-myth and, and we're just living like an employee in our business. You know, we're not even on the manager level, let alone the entrepreneur level. What are you delegating in your business? Are you spending more time on $15 an hour tasks than you are on $500 an hour tasks? Are you doing the stuff that you could, like get a college intern who's working for credit that you don't have to pay? Are you doing that work when you could be getting college interns at your local college? Or are you really putting your time and attention at your best, most productive hours of the day on $500 an hour tasks. Where are your priorities? And where have they been in 2016? And if your priorities have not been the right ones in 2016, where do they need to be in 2017? Those are questions that you really wanna ask yourself. Lesson number six from As a Man Thinketh. And this is also on page 29. So on page 29, James Allen says, and this is simple but powerful. So he says, the will to do springs from the knowledge that we can do. And here's the deal. Until you see and believe, nothing will change in your business. Until you can see your ability to accomplish whatever business goal you have. Until you believe that you're the person that can make your business as successful as you want it to be. Until you can consistently be in the vein of closing your eyes and seeing and believing, nothing will move in your business. And here's the thing. This is not an every once in a while thing. This is a, I trust my talent. I'm certain about me. So here's the question I want to ask you. Do you know that you can create the business results you say you want to create in the time frame that you say you want to create them? Or are you whiffle waffling on your self-efficacy? Are there some days where you really believe you can do it and other days where you're just crushed on the floor and you're like, no, I'm never going to be able to do this? Here's the thing. And I heard this on a Hay House interview one time by a guest on a show. He said, I got to a point where I had to learn how to believe past what I saw. You got to believe past what you see in your business. When it comes to wherever your business is right now, this might be a brand new business that you're launching in 2017. It doesn't even have a website yet. Here's my question to you. Can you believe past what you see? Without a website, without an email address, without a business entity, it's something you're going to start in 2017. Do you already see it when you close your eyes at where you want it to be come December 31st, 2017? Or are you waiting for what you you see tangibly to back up what you believe? It never works that way. You have to believe it and then you'll see it. Not see it and then you'll believe it. That's Wayne Dyer. May his soul rest in peace. You have to believe it before you see it. Period. The end. Lesson number seven from As a Man Thinketh. On page 30, James Allen says Thought allied fearlessly to purpose becomes creative force. Once we know and accept this, we are ready to become something higher and stronger than a mere bundle of wavering thoughts and fluctuating sensations. Once we apply this in our lives, we become the conscious and intelligent wielder of our mental powers. I just want to repeat the the first couple of sentences because there's power in that. Thought allied fearlessly to purpose becomes creative force. Once we know and accept this, we are ready to become something higher and stronger than a mere bundle of wavering thoughts and fluctuating sensations. Here's the thing. It takes thought plus purpose to get to massive action. And so many entrepreneurs miss this. They are out taking tons of actions just because they think being busy means they're doing something. They have no purpose. They have no why that makes them cry. They're just doing all the things that they see on videos and motivational audios. And they're just doing the things that they think they're supposed to, you know, creating a YouTube video, but they don't even know why. Starting a podcast, they don't even know why. You know, it takes thought, plus purpose to get to massive action. Your strength of thought plus your power of purpose creates the momentum by which you can take consistent, persistent, daily massive action. Here's the thing. If you don't know why you're doing what you're doing, why are you even doing it? That's the thing. Your thought plus your purpose is going to always take you to massive action consistently. But if you're sort of like deciding that you need to take 10x actions, but you don't know why, and you don't really know when you just decided to or when you're not going to anymore like you might as well just be operating in the dark in your business here's the thing i want you to think about this week what thoughts are you consciously thinking daily about your business and how are you aligning that with your why that makes you cry meaning when you think about your business are you constantly going man i gotta i gotta Build it. I got to do this. I can't believe it. Like, are you thinking about what it is or are you thinking about what you're creating it to be? Are you focused on what's missing in your business or are you really focused on where you're taking your business? You see, the thoughts that you're thinking every single day about your business, whether you are consciously aware of it or not, are giving you away. So pay attention when you're really not paying attention to, what thought am I thinking about my business right now? Oh, I'm worrying about it. Oh, I'm fearful. Yeah, that's not taking you in the direction you want to go in 2017. Which is why James Allen says, thought allied fearlessly to purpose becomes creative force. You don't want to be willy-nilly thinking about your business and there's no purpose tied to it. You've got to be sure that and be very vigilant about protecting the thoughts that you have about your business. Every time you think about your thought, a thought about your business, you need to say to yourself, is that fearlessly allied to my purpose? Because if it's not, I'm gonna throw that thought out and start a new one. Thought allied fearlessly to purpose becomes creative force. Lesson number seven. Here's lesson number eight, page 32. So James Allen says this A strong person cannot help a weaker unless that weaker is willing to be helped. And even then, the weak must become strong by themselves. They must, by their own efforts, develop the strength which they admire in others. They and they alone can alter their condition. I'm going, to say this, I'm going to say this one more time because there are folks listening who are so busy trying to help other people build their business, but you're not building your own business, and I'm just going to say you one thing. Let me just repeat the quote one more time. A strong person cannot help a weaker unless that weaker is willing to be helped. And even then the weak must become strong by themselves. They must by their own efforts develop the strength which they admire in others. They and they alone can alter their condition. Listen, if your house is not in order, and when I say your house, I mean your business, if your business is not generating the revenue that you want, on the profit margins that you want with the number of social media followers that you want you better not be spending any more than 20 percent of your time helping other people with their business i'm just going to point it out to you because you need to be up in your business and let other people deal with their business but far too many entrepreneurs think that what they're doing is uh Offering value by focusing on the building and development of other people's business when their business isn't being tended to. No, 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 no. Because everybody's got to build their business on their own. This also applies to your personal life. Because you know what? There is no separation between the personal and the professional. If you aren't setting healthy boundaries at home, at home is trickling into how you manage your business. You need healthy boundaries both in your business and in your personal life, so stuff isn't spilling all over the place. And here's the thing. There are lots of us who are fixers. I'll raise both hands. We have to stop trying to save people who don't want to be saved. Drop the mic. We need to stop trying to save folks that don't want to be saved. Listen, on this journey of business and entrepreneurship, you may want to bring everyone with you, Not every person in your life that you're interacting with is meant to stay on this journey with you, and guess what? That's okay. Let them be who they are. You be who you are. There are going to be some people along the way you're going to have to let go of. You know what? It's okay. They'll be fine, and so will you. Weakness, and whatever the personal weakness of any person that you're trying to save or help or fix, weakness is solved from within. It is never solved from without. It is solved from within. You are not responsible for saving or changing anyone. So stop putting your energy and your time in trying to do that. Let them save themselves. They will never figure out how powerful they are until they learn that they can save themselves. And you stepping in like Superman or Supergirl is not helping that situation. Let them save themselves. Lesson number eight lesson number nine you know i read this whole passage in this book and i gotta tell you i I just have to read the whole passage it's just too powerful to separate so this is lesson number nine and on pages 41 to 42 here's what james allen has to say it's a long passage prepare yourself so james allen says the thoughtless the ignorant and the indolent Seeing only the apparent effects of things, and not the things themselves, talk of luck, of fortune, and of chance. Seeing others grow rich, they say, how lucky they are. Observing others become intellectual, they exclaim, how highly favored they are. And noting the saintly character and wide influence of still others, they remark, how chance aids them at every turn. They do not see the trials and failures and struggles which these people have voluntarily encountered in order to gain their experience, have no knowledge of the sacrifices they have made, of the undaunted efforts they have put forth, of the faith they have exercised, that they might overcome the apparently insurmountable and realize the vision of their heart. They do not know the darkness and the heartaches. They only see the light and joy and call it luck. They do not see the long and arduous journey, but only behold the pleasant goal and call it good fortune. They do not understand the process, but only perceive the result and call it chance. In all human affairs, there are efforts and there are results, and the strength of effort is the measure of the result. This is not mere chance. Gifts, powers, material, intellectual, and spiritual possessions are the fruits of the of effort. They are thoughts completed, objects accomplished, visions realized. The vision that you glorify in your mind, the ideal that you enthrone in your heart, this you will build your life by, this you will become. Can we just sit on, I just have to go back to one piece of this because I don't know about you, but how many times do people seem to think That building a business is so easy that it happens overnight and that you didn't have to sacrifice anything to do what you do and to get where you are. And they are so wrong. Let's just get to this part right here. They do not see the trials and failures and struggles which these people have voluntarily encountered in order to gain their experience, have no knowledge of the sacrifices they have made, of the undaunted efforts they have put forth, of the faith they have exercised, that they might overcome the apparently insurmountable and realize the vision of their heart. They do not know the darkness and the heartaches. They only see the light and joy and call it luck. They do not see the long and arduous journey, but only behold the pleasant goal and call it good fortune. They do not understand the process, but only perceive the result and call it chance. In all human affairs, there are efforts and there are results. And the strength of effort is the measure of the result. This is not mere chance. Gifts, powers, material, intellectual, and spiritual possessions are the fruits of effort. They are thoughts-completed objects accomplished visions realized the vision that you glorify in your mind the ideal that you enthrone in your heart this you will build your life by this you will become here's the thing drop the mic drop the mic here's the thing the harder you work the luckier you get those are the words of samuel Goldwyn, hollywood early hollywood days The harder I work, the luckier I get. And here's the question. I want. We're not going to talk about all the people out there who think that this is easy. This building a business to the status you want to build your business to is not easy. Or else everybody would be doing it. Having the best body of your life and being on the cover of a fitness magazine, not easy. Or else everybody would do it. Here's the question I want to ask you. How hard are you willing to work on your business in 2017? How hard are you willing to work? Are you tired of working so hard? Good, keep working. Are you still using the same strategies that didn't work for you in 2016? Well, guess what? Maybe it's time to do the new research, ask different questions, get different mentors. It's time to do something different. Invest in finding new strategies to try out. If you do what you've always done, you're going to get what you've always gotten. It is time for us as entrepreneurs to get off the whining train and start to go, you know what? I got to hustle in 2017 in a way that I've never hustled before. And you know what? It's time. No complaining. I get To have my own business. I get to build this business to six or seven figures. I get to work with people whose lives are transformed by what I do. It's not a, I got to do this. I get to do this. So no complaining, no whining. Listen, you get to do this. So act like somebody who gets to do this. And don't be afraid of hard work. And don't complain about hard work. The hard work makes it worth it. The hard work separates you from everybody else who talks about doing this, but never does it. Embrace the hard work. Love the process. Grind it out. That's what we do. Lesson number nine. Let's talk about the final lesson, lesson number 10. Pages 43 to 44 and 45. You know, he ends the book with this lesson, and it's a powerful business lesson for each of us to get. You ready? Here we go. On pages 43 to 44 and on 45, two different quotes. This is what James Allen says. Calm people, having learned how to govern themselves, know how to adapt themselves to others, and they in turn reverence their spiritual strength and feel that they can learn from them and rely upon them. Self-control is strength. Right thought is mastery. Calmness is power. Say unto your heart, peace be still. Let me repeat that again. Calm people, having learned how to govern themselves, know how to adapt themselves to others, and they, in turn, reverence their spiritual strength and feel that they can learn from them and rely upon them. Self-control is strength. Right thought is mastery. Calmness is power. Say into your heart, Peace, be still. Here's the thing, and you've seen this quote everywhere in Pinterest. Calm is a superpower. Yes, it is. Calm is a superpower. And I know a lot of us deal with mess and nonsense and drama, but you know what? You've got to learn how to be calm under pressure. So, when stuff hits the fan, I, you know, here's the thing that I, I had a get it together talk with myself last year about. I really thought about it last year and I said to myself, how come every time stuff hits the fan or drama comes up unexpectedly, why do I act surprised that it came up? Like, this is the game of life. There are going to be ups and there are going to be downs. It's a roller coaster ride. You're not always going to be in the valley, you're not always going to be in the mountain. So, I said to myself, why do I act surprised when stuff. Hits the fan. Like this is life. It's going to come, so I might as well embrace the roller coaster ride for what it is and stop being surprised every time something comes out of the woodworks. Here's the deal: calm is a superpower. So what are you going to do this year in your business to be calm in the middle of both life and business storms? You will get business storms. You will get life storms. They're coming. How are you going to show up differently to them? Cause you know what it takes two to argue, takes two to fight, takes two to be pissed off and mad and upset and angry at the world. Calm is a superpower. So what are you going to do to have the self-control necessary to handle whatever comes and not have your boat rocked by it? To literally sit in the middle of a storm and say, I'm not afraid of the storm because I am the storm. What are you going to do to take full advantage of the fact that comma is a superpower. Think about that. Because a lot of us get riled up by tiny stuff. You know, Amazon or whoever doesn't send us a package in two days and we're flipping out over the phone. We don't have time to be using energy like that, people. We don't have time to be, like, getting upset over small stuff. Like, you remember that book, Don't Sweat the Small Stuff because it's all small stuff? Truest book title life statement ever made. What are we going to do as entrepreneurs to stop sweating the small stuff? Because at the end of the day, it's all small stuff. Calm is a superpower. Let's use it in 2017. So right here, I've given you 10... business lessons that you can absolutely strategically and simply apply starting right now and well into 2017. You can download the show notes if you go to CassandraVaughn.com and you click on, I think it's more and then podcasts, and then you'll see episode number 75. Right there, you will find a link to the PDF show notes for this episode. But I'm just going to challenge you Because if any one of these are a struggle for you, or more than one, and I could point two or three that I I really need to work on, start working on them right now. Reread As a Man Thinketh. Read it as many times as you need to, and then say to yourself, it's time to do something different. Like, it's time to show up, wait, like, up-level that game. And if you're struggling with shiny object syndrome, if you know that you switch projects and launches and services, and you're always changing your website, and you can't keep your focus, you need to join me for Achieve One Dream. Course starts January 2nd, AchieveOneDream.com. Sign up. Join me. At the end of the day, here's what's true. As a man thinketh, so is he. What are you thinking about you? What are you thinking about your business? What are you thinking about your life? What are you thinking about who you are, what you offer to the world, and whether or not it is something worth anyone receiving? Your value of you will dictate everybody's value of you. Because at the end of the day, other people may never value you, but if you value you, those, that minority of people won't matter. They won't matter. But if you don't value you, nobody will value you. So I want you to think about this. As a man thinketh, so is he. What are you thinking that needs to shift starting right now and change it? All right, everybody. Talk to you uh, next episode. Every Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday, She Runs the Show. New episodes coming up.